Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sophie. How y'all doing? Doing good. It's Friday. Tell her again. Finally. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so thanks for having me on the show. I'm so happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Yeah, um, so I guess just to plug my own project, Mm. uh, well, Mariana's Variety, we have a new show, it's called Around the Islands, it's on YouTube, and I go around just uh, interviewing interesting people, and there's no shortage of that here on Saipan. Well, you didn't tell us that, I'm sorry, (laughs) let's go. My bad, my bad. (laughs) But no, you know, I... uh, time. Uh, the first time, actually, that I ever spoken to a mic was with Gary Sword over here. Do you remember Gary? It was about a year ago. The other place. Yeah, yeah, the, la- the other KKMP spot. And he had uh, he was doing, like, commercials. And he's like, everyone's sick of my voice. Why don't you come come out here and do one, you know? <laughs> he he tends to do that. I yeah. noticed that. I've got a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, what? Okay. And so I'm, like, reading off this piece of paper I've never seen before in my life, right? And it's like... Abraham Lincoln always kept his mother's prayers close at heart. <laughs> I was like, what am I saying? You know? <laughs> it was like a Mother's Day thing, I think. I'm, I'm going to take it that this was probably a Monday morning, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> About 9.30 a.m. Oh, God. You're a recent college graduate. I can't read this. <laughs> what is happening right now? And then, I mean, I did it without thinking. And then I had to sit there while he was, like, remastering my voice. So it's just me going, Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, just <laughs> again and again. And then everyone. Yeah, I get the same thing when well, Jack's editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, for like the next week, people were like, was that you with the Abraham yep. Lincoln ad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was President's Day. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Fire away. Okay. Um, well, thanks for letting me sit in on that episode mm-hmm. also, you guys. That was super interesting and inspiring, and I appreciate how honest you were. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm wondering how this started. You know, how did the recovery show begin? Uh, oh. Gordon? Yeah, Gordon loves telling his stories. We used to uh, read the what's in the media, the news. And back then, six years ago, um, it was really bad. Just you know, everything was about ice and... And we started coming out on the radio every morning. We started, you know, saying, you know, have, you know, put them in the trench step, put them in the have cookie hours, take care of them, you know. And then Doc came one morning to the red room and said, yo, you two got to slow down with this because this is pretty much a, a disease. So we were looking at Doc and we're like, what? A disease? And he goes, yeah. So Doc started breaking it down for us. And then that's when we realized that this is not just about the fight for drugs. We gotta fight for our people right now. Yeah. And then AJ showed up. And then AJ showed up. And so I mean, my my story with um with KKMP goes goes way back. You know, to to the point of uh, active addiction. You know, they saw me when I was on you know active use. You know, so they actually when I got released from prison and I heard how they were speaking of of addiction. It really like made made my heart fill with joy because in the beginning that's how they were looking at me. Oh, he's nuts, crazy! Throw him away, get out of here, get out of our office. You know, it was really and really that was my cry for help. You know, me coming to KKMP and saying the things I'm seeing, things I'm hearing, things that was my cry for help. But because they they did not understand that it's this is a disease of the mind, they had that 
I don't understand what's going on. So go see someone who might understand, you know. And, and and it broke my heart because this was my family, you know. And I hurt them, and I and, and I did things that that to this day I wish I could have taken back, but I learned from it, you know. And again, when Doc coming in and explaining, um, you know, what what addiction is, it it, it opened their minds. And, and now the show has has taken a full circle from me being the person active use in their office to now i'm on the mic doing the show trying to reach and and help people out it it has taken a full full um you know turn and and so that's how the show has been has been going on because again it was really tough for me to 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 do the things that i did back in the day and of course we can never rewind we can never we just learn from it you know so um kkmp has has grown tremendously with with the knowledge of addiction with understanding that this is not a mind over matter thing you know what i mean because the mind is actually broken up chemically you know and so a lot of people they they get this notion of just stop <laughs> it's not that easy just it's say not it <laughs> was to the point where he showed us different behaviors that it even involved like as carolinians we grew up with mm -hmm. spiritual, spiritual. yep right and to the point where it also made me look at him whether he's actually being possessed um technically he then, was <laughs> and then from there um when he left us um you know we've seen we've seen that mm -hmm. we've seen the worst case in this guy to the point when he left us we heard that he be i i teased him that he's uh terrorist because he burned the other car but then we thought that that's how bad how far an ice can go but then a, a couple of years down we lost our sister um and that's the godmother also so it um so so i mean you know honestly the recovery show it, it, it's more than a radio show you know this is for me, this is our beacon of light for, for those individuals that are out there. You know, they, they, they get to hear our story. Um, they get to feel our pain and, and they get to hang on to it. You know, there's 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 someone out here understands my struggle. There's someone out here that that has a platform. You know, this platform, I mean, I hate to say it, but worldwide, I feel like KKMP is the only one taking a stance as far as being a radio show. It's not about the money. The this show has been on for free for like five and a half, six years. You know, no sponsorship. We didn't. We didn't intend it that way. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we accept you know any kind of change our way, but but it just goes to show that that this is this is something way more bigger than money. You know, and so the recovery show has been for me in my life personally a beacon of light to all those out there you know because again locally run by heart not by pocket you know what i mean and and that's what this show represents running a station with your heart not with your pocket and that's what this show represents and and that's why i'm i'm forever grateful and proud that i get to sit at this table and give back so that's my take on the recovery show Gary though needs to tell you what they did to uh, to AJ when he came in for his first interview. After, uh, 
<laughs> That's probably how the recovery show started. I'll tell you. you know how he pulled you for the Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, Abraham, yeah. he did that to me on the recovery, like on the air. Yeah, on, on the air. The air. Oh so the show hadn't really taken full effect, right? And 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 I feel like that was the part where the recovery really kicked off because I came in to talk about tobacco, right? And and, and preach to the kids. Hey, all kids! The, all you guys were avoiding. Yeah, <laughs> and and I was really. I was really not even uh, looking at at, um, at Gary at the time. I was uh, I was kind of like putting my head down, talking about tobacco and and the youth and trying to keep the youth out of uh, you know using tobacco. And he goes, you doing this. "So how is prison?" You, you know what I mean? And I'm like, "Tobacco." I'm giving him the signal like we're talking about tobacco. You can't smoke in prison. Yeah, and, and he's all like, you know. Yeah, so you you went to prison for two years. How was that? You know, oh I'm on the air, like like mind you, this is like live. You know, there was no script, there was no yeah. heads up. Hey H, I'm gonna uh, you know I'm gonna talk a little bit about your life and blah that's blah blah. That's why we call it family. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know honestly, that's probably the best thing that that could have happened. You know, because I spilled. You know, I I released. I let it go, and and I wore my badge. You know, that was the day. I put my badge of, of all that stuff people were judging me as and put it in the front instead of in my back pocket. When Gary said, hey, how was prison? He was saying, what's that in the back of your pocket? You know what I mean? What is that thing in the back of your pocket? Take it out. Don't be ashamed. Take it out. Mm-hmm. I took it out and, and I wear it and, and I've never looked back since. And that was like six years ago or, or something like that. And really, that's where the root of, of the recovery show really took place because... He really opened the door for me. Like he blew my mind. Like I'm, I'm here trying to talk about keeping kids off tobacco. So how was prison? Like what? What is that gonna do with tobacco and youth? You know. So yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was one of those things. And again, Gary has a way of, uh, kind of like, yeah, get here and you. I know. I remember the the first time that we were in the room. Go ahead, no. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you go ahead. Well, I just wanted to talk about um, the beginning. We were so ignorant, but we just did not know, you know, what addiction was, what recovery was. And like Gordon and Gary were just like, you know, throw him in jail and throw away the keys. I mean, I was a prosecutor. That's all we did, basically. Right. So I'm like, okay, that sounds right. Because, you know, we've been doing that. And then, you know, all these people started coming in. We started learning, especially through Doc and and then the the drug court program came in and we started reading a lot and learning a lot and we're like wow so there's hope mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. then so we went from that and we evolved to this i i'm, I'm gonna call it a ministry mm-hmm. you know because it someone is. everyone each one of us even those listening has been touched somehow some way by addiction mm-hmm. and it's it's painful but we're hopeful now with all the programs that we have and, and people such as you guys to continue, you know, this this show. And I'm just grateful and blessed at the same time that we're able to do this um, for everyone, mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, just but, thinking but back to know when what? we... Uh, so we're, we're poor, but we're still happy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was thinking back to early on, uh, of course, it was you and Joey. And AJ wasn't with us yet, was he? No, that was a little bit later on. But... Um, yeah, he kept calling, saying, you know, come in and do the show one time. I'm like, okay, I'll do that, you know. And then Gary, in his subtle persistence, <laughs> hey, are you coming Friday? Well, I, I thought you just wanted me on there once. 
no, no, come on in Friday. (laughs) From there on, it's been basically every Friday since. But I remember sitting in that room with you all, and the mood was so somber, you know, and and Joey's telling his story, and we're discussing it and all that. And I cracked a joke, Mm. and it was one of those faux pas. (laughs) (laughs) The whole room just kind of stopped. And they're like, did you just crack a joke? <laughs> then it kind of registered. Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> and so that kind of, it kind of relayed the format to it. We're just going to talk. We're going to just be human beings and talk, you know. That's what I was going to say. Somber doesn't sound like yeah, what I'm used to so, with the recovery You know, show. We, would, we would tease AJ and we, we would tease Joey about things that, that they had done, you know, yeah. without calling anything, you know, that could be, you know, construed as convictable evidence anyway uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's just it's it it is it's a fellowship it really is and uh, I've lost a very close family member to a drug overdose and um, uh, thank you and it's just uh, it's, it's something that, that we all started this journey together we just said hey let's do something about this let's just do something about this and that's what the first step was, was talking. Just getting on and talking and people getting to hear and say, oh, well, wait a minute. Everybody's going through this. This stuff is real. It's out there, you that's, know. That's and, what I'm curious And there's an about. answer. There's some answers here, yeah. which was really cool. Uh, thank you. I'm curious about uh, the response. But the big thing, well, the, the response was the governor, with no fanfare whatsoever, went up and opened up a drug rehab center up at Marpy. Wow. Yeah, we have, we have an inpatient drug rehab center on island. You didn't read that in the paper because he didn't stand out there in fanfare. He did it very quietly, cut the ribbon, mm-hmm. and they went about their business. That was so, how long after the show started? Oh, but they've been up there about three years now. So okay. about three years, yeah. Yeah, because you know, just out of the blue. One time I wrote an article. It was right after YouTube, and it was about uh, you know incarcerated people who were volunteering their time to help with debris pickup. And I thought it was really admirable. You know, they were working 12-hour days Mm. in the sun. Mm -hmm. They were doing it, you know, seven days a week. And they had cleared a huge amount of debris. And so I write this article, and then I'm looking at the comments, right? Every single one was negative. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just keep them in there. Don't let them out. They're not volunteering. You know, they owe this to us. And so when you guys started taking a more compassionate stance towards these people, Mm -hmm. towards people that have gone through this, uh, did you find that you had some pushback? Uh, we, I, I, there's nothing for us. Like, like um, uh, Gordon said, and my wife is that uh, every family on this island is affected by ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, meth has mm-hmm. uh, made very deep roots, and mm-hmm. and even our family was affected. And um, and we we saw that, you know, uh, with the knowledge that we gained uh, after after we got Doc. Doc, by the way, came on because of. Uh, meant we had a health NCD, you know, mm-hmm. eat the mm-hmm. right food, eat the, you know, take your medication, blah, blah, blah. And uh, <laughs> he, he ended and there up... There was more to it than that. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> well, you know, you're from Kentucky. There's a lot of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, we, we kind of converted the health talk because it was called health talk mm. into the recovery show. And it was every Friday we had people from public health come out and talk about uh, different aspects, you know, tobacco cessation. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, NCDs. We Prison did, reform. Did all of this. and But, you know, we kind of like harangued all these guys that uh, came over here, people we felt would make a difference to the show. So 
And I'm really grateful for Doc for continuing. He's here every Friday unless something big comes up. He's always here. And same with AJ. Um, it, it's, it's, they're always co they're committed and we're committed to and like AJ said this show is not sponsored by anybody we had um, uh, some sponsorship in some time in the past but if there's sponsor or no sponsor it doesn't matter the show must go on mm -hmm. and, uh, and we've kept it that way it's a labor of love and uh, most of all because you know as they say you know therefore the grace of God go on you know we're just blessed that we didn't have to go down AJ's road and uh, we're here to talk about it. And uh, we, 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 the nice thing about our group over here is it, we have both sides of the fence. We get people that have gone through it and people who haven't gone through it. We have a medical doctor here. We have uh, uh, indigenous uh, people here that knows, group born and raised on this island, that know about the culture and the people of this island, the language, and how we can make this work. And we also... Um, uh, for for the radio station, we also uh, uh, sponsored the first uh, in 2012, the first no smoking, no alcohol liberation, which yeah. has been which has carried on into the Thursday markets by mm -hmm. uh, the folks up at the Arts Council. No smoking, no alcohol. Of course, there are only 14 people at that one, but <laughs> <laughs> the idea caught but, on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the the thing the thing about that was uh, the young kids, because the parents came out when we did the interviews for this. Is that parents came out mm -hmm. and said it's really good not to have cigarettes and alcohol because mm -hmm. of our, our kids. We bring our kids to these events, and it's counterproductive to be there. But I think the the driving force that has really kept us. Uh, going on this show is uh, the loss of uh, our sister, uh, Anna Marie Lemus. Um, you know, um, tragically, you know, bludgeoned with a with a hammer. Um, and that's ice, and nobody remembers anything, mm -hmm. and it just wipes out the memory. But we and and if we can save one life, we've we've done our job. We can be here talking for eighty. Talk is you know, talk is talk. It's cheap. It's it's available, but to 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 do something um, out there, you know, the folks at CGC and those, are, we just do our part. This this is what we can do. Uh, and if our community can come together, and you know, we, we sometimes we we get really hard on our legislators, you know, but our legislators have been good. They've provided the money for the mm -hmm. drug court. They've provided the money for the Hope Center. They've provided. Mm -hmm. The funding for all of these programs and the United States of America has been really generous to us. Uh, uh, CGC has gotten a lot of grants. I mean, they were shut down mm -hmm. uh, seven years ago. There yeah, was no CGC. Here, yeah. And now they're back in action again. Everybody's pulling together. Everybody's working together. Uh, CHCC, even through all of this hardships that we're going through, nobody's crying. Everybody's just stepping up to the plate and doing what they can. And I think that's really, really important. Uh, the drug court has done a fantastic job. 29 uh, graduates from the drug court. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to get one or two. I mean, the the average for the drug court in the United States is uh, uh, recidivism is uh, 20 percent. Us, one percent. That's amazing. It's yes. amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Judge uh, Kim Tenorio has done a magnificent job as far as. Uh, as uh, taking uh, doing the drug court, she is the mama bear of that <laughs> drug court, and she takes care of of uh, of, uh, of the participants uh, in a very very um, firm but gentle manner that mm -hmm. uh, 
caring manner, I should say. Uh, and I, I, it, it's, you know, they, they always credit us with this and that, but, you know, it's not us. It's, it's all about God you know, putting something in everybody's heart on, to do something. And we're doing our part. And like I said, if we can save one life, it's worth it all. Eight years mm -hmm. of talking. Mm -hmm. You know, too, it's uh, the lessons learned in this show. I mean, you just, it, it's painful for, uh, for Gary to talk about. And it's certainly painful for Gordon to talk about it. But, you know, Gordon's sister was literally brutally murdered. They're, they're not exaggerating when they say she was bludgeoned to death with a hammer. And at the sentencing <clears throat> of uh, her husband, who was uh, the perpetrator, Gordon went to court and stood up and publicly forgave him. He put the blame where the blame should have been, which was on the drug addiction, on the demons that were controlling this guy. Um, I, I would pray and, and hope to ever be that brave and, and that true of heart to have been able to stand up and do that. You know, uh, That's the kind of changes that educating people about addiction brings about. Uh, the other thing too, if I could just make one last point, because we've got to get out of here. But, uh, you know, all the credit in the world goes to, to Gary and Roseman. They do. Um, there's never been a time where, you know, when we didn't have the sponsorship, we're not going to be able to do the show. No, the show, the show went on, mm -hmm. and it's gone on. And the show became what it is because of our interactions, because of the way we get along, because of understanding and just basically compassion compassion you've got Chamorro people here you've got Carolinian people here you've got white people you've got Chinese people you've got Korean people there's such a melting pot here you know what's the Smurf one chocolate. thing they all had in common? <laughs> yeah we had a chocolate Smurf here a little bit <laughs> chocolate Smurf people oh, <laughs> but if, if you draw your Venn diagram you know mm. what do all these people have in common they're people. They're people. They're That's people. Right. When we when we start throwing away that artificial crap and we look at people, then you can see your brother not as somebody who's dirty, mm -hmm. you know, not as somebody that's evil, but as somebody that's ill that needs and deserves your help, deserves you to reach out for them and to help them to pick mm -hmm. them up. <clears throat> Basic human decency calls for that. But we get so wrapped up in making laws and, and doing this ignorant stuff to punish people that we lose sight of that and you wind up in a situation like it is now uh why is drug abuse underground why is methamphetamine use underground because you go to prison for it you know it's very risky to do it in the first place but in in the second place it's very hard to reach out for treatment because what you're doing is patently illegal you know it, there's a big damper on that and that's what we're trying to do is pull back that veil and show hey, this, this ugly stuff is going on out here. These are your people. These are your brothers and sisters. These are my brothers and sisters. You know, these are all God's children, and it's up to us to step up for them because they don't have this bully pulpit. They don't have this platform. And thanks to Gary and Roseman, we do have this platform. And, and thanks I, and to KKMP. I just wanted to add on to, to what you were talking about with the feedback. You know, um, out there in the community, you know, when last year, I, I, you know, I'm in a band, and, and we went out to tour 
uh, in the states, and I, 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 I'm not kid you not. The shows, the ripple effect that this show has, has reached America to where I get off the stage, the guy pats me on the back, not because I just sang one of my original songs and he enjoyed it. He pats me on the back, say, "Hey, man." You're that guy on the, the recovery show, right? Wow. And it, it like to this day I get goosebumps thinking about it because <laughs> here I am, I'm singing, I'm thinking, you know, you're gonna pat me on the back because that was a good song, but the guy pats me on the back and says, Hey man, you're the guy on the recovery show. I say, Yeah. He said, Man, you're doing awesome. You're doing fantastic, man. Keep it going, you know? He's right. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of feedback we get out here in the community, and you know, of course, we're gonna have guys that that have you know their naysayers and stuff like that, and and we encourage that because we're we're not we're not trying to fight anybody. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make this show better. How can we make it better? And if you got constructive criticism or just criticism, period, that's fine. We got tough. We got thick skin in here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We we we've been through a lot as as a group. You know, sitting at this table, so keep them coming you know we we encourage that so the feedback you know a lot of great feedback some folks um have might have their their little you know you guys do this too much you guys laugh too much you guys are joking around too much it's all good man because we always tell them i always say that's what recovery is Mm -hmm. recovery it's not so serious it's it's laughter it's joy it's crying and that's what this show is we cried on here we have laughed on here we've hugged it out on here i mean so much emotions goes into this because guess what that's recovery and And the recovery show represents that it represents that so you know the feedback that we get out there is, is is everything in between and, and and we take it on we sec- accept it all you know i've told him where my where i'm at where i work at gary has put out you know his his uh numbers and cnmiradio.com uncle g's put it out on his personal facebook this is not a you know a sponsored thing this is on his personal facebook people go and give comments on his personal facebook you know so that's what this show represents it it's it's i mean gary has it on a commercial you know for the people by the people you know and that's what this show is. It's it's for the people, and it's by the people. Like Doc said, there's no color in here. There, I mean, if if we stood in line, we could have a a shade, you know, effect going <laughs> on. Gradient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little gradient. Was that and Doc will be on the one end. I'll yeah. be on the other end. From disturbed individual down to terrorist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, that's what this show represents. Is breaking the barriers between races and getting down to the nitty gritty, which is addiction because we've always said it addiction don't care what your color skin is how much money you got in your pocket who who's your family who's your dad addiction is ready for each and every one of us if you want to try it out it's right there ready to 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 take you down you know and so we have to be vigilant the same way we cannot i cannot look at doc and oh that's a white man he can't talk to me because i'm local and he's white because addiction don't even think like that. So I got to throw that out of my head as well, you know. No, I got to listen to Doc because addiction listens to Doc. You know, addiction is attacking Doc as well, you know. So we, we carry the same stature when when we get out here on the recovery show. And, and that's just what it is, you know. So. To the point, Sophie, that we sometimes will be out there on the street and these users will uh, <laughs> approach us and say, can you please announce that the ice that they're selling right now is bad? Don't buy ice. Mm-hmm. And they, they'll tell us, and we're listening to you. Mm-hmm. 
So there was one time we not take the brown acid. (laughs) Brown acid. There was one time we actually (laughs) shared it on the air, and we said, you know, our listeners also are the street talkers out there. And then when we echoed what that information, they actually caught up and said, we are listening, and they hung up. So it means that there are people out there that that are that are users that are also protecting their peers. Mm -hmm. What's going on? And there is a guy out there that's been with monitor, that's been with us for four years. I always meet him, meet up with him. Mm-hmm. Four years of listening, four years of recovery, just listening. Mm-hmm. Wow. On his own. Just, just tuning listen. in every Friday morning. Yes, tuning in Friday. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how much this recovery has touched everybody in the community. Even the users are calling him <laughs> to protect the own. Now that makes it real. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's for sure real. Well, it, it is. It is because we we go where other people don't. You know, people speak euphemistically. <clears throat> you know, and and we don't speak euphemistically. If you did something stupid, we say, "What'd you do?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> wow, man! <laughs> really? <laughs> it's because you have to. You, you, you the past is not going to go away. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't matter how much you ignore it; it's not going to go away. But you can be proud of where you are and where you come. I'm not that person anymore. You know, I, I, I don't believe in yesterday because I don't live there anymore. You know, I live in today mm-hmm. and plan for tomorrow, hope for tomorrow, pray for tomorrow. 